0: Well, hello, hello, all my friends out there in podcast land, all of you artists, creatives, hopefully business owners, entrepreneurs, change makers, dreamers, whatever it is that you are today, just be 100% you. I am Kelly Wynn of the Made Remarkable podcast, but many of you might know that I started off as Unfold with Kelly Wynn. The podcast has changed and morphed over the last year as I've gotten more clarity in the direction I'm going and how I want to serve you best. And a lot of that has to do with inspiring you, motivating you and bringing you the best of information that I can to help you with your creative business. That journey, I take very serious because I know you have a passion and you really want to be able to do something with it. And a lot of you I hear are stuck. You're not quite sure you're spinning your wheels You're trying to figure out what's the best path for you. Well, in all honesty, you don't know until you try. And clarity comes with taking action. Today's episode is a throwback. I'm going to give you a replay of my very first podcast episode. It's called 100 Ways to Make Money as an Artist Without Selling Your Art because I'm really, really passionate about designing a business around who you are and how you want to live your life, and thinking outside the box. This episode is really important. It's a catalyst to the way I think, putting things together that maybe don't look so obvious to you. Most of us as creatives, as artists, as visual artists, or even as written artists, we think that the only way to success is to create the thing and sell the thing. But I want to let you know there are so many other ways to be in service with your business. Ways to show up, to teach, to guide, to inspire, to excite, to create experiences for others. There are so many ways that you can take your natural gifts and give them back to the world. That's what this episode is about, is thinking about how you can put those ideas together, what you're best at, what you're passionate about, what you have experience with, Who's in your circle? When you start putting all those things together, you can create a really interesting business that's not exactly like everything else that's out there. I've come up with a hundred different ways that you can do this, and put them in a guidebook for you. So if you go to maderemarkable.com/100, that's one zero zero, you can download this free PDF that will give you an idea of how you design a business around your passion and your love and then give you 100 different ideas. The advice I've heard from those who have downloaded, now over 3,000 people who have taken a chance on this little guidebook, is that they like to highlight the ones that speak out to them, that just jump off the page. And I've come up with 100 different, sometimes wacky ideas, who would have ever even thought, but I challenged myself to really Go there to think of different ways in which you can bring your talent to this world. Highlight the ones that speak to you and see what those similarities are and see what sparks in you as you're on your entrepreneurial journey. There is something for all of us. There's room for all of us. And when people say, oh, but it's already been done. Someone already made an art course, but no one made it like you, your workshop, your retreat, your service, your way to coach, the way to help and support, your wellness journey, through art that you bring to others, whatever it is that you're passionate about that you can show up and do, that's only in your voice. And does anyone stop and say, well, there's just way too many restaurants. Restaurants have already been done. I mean, that's ridiculous. And in fact, the more restaurants there are in an area, it seems the more they thrive. So there's definitely a correlation that the more of us artists who get together, us creative types who grow our businesses and support each other, The more we will thrive. There is room for us all when there's 8 billion people on this planet. And I know you too can be successful at what you do with persistence and consistency and a whole lot of love and passion in your heart. And I'm here to help guide you with that. So go and download the PDF and listen to this podcast episode. Yes, it's a repeat of where we were, A little over a year ago, but I think you're going to find it helpful for this refresh. And then I just wanted to let you know, I'm celebrating today the start of my journey on this new path with the Remarkable League. It is so exciting and honestly so humbling to have 17 amazing, talented artists come and say, yes, I want to be part of this journey with you. And through this, I'm going to learn so much more about what you need and how to show up for you here on the podcast and in my social media and for the offers that I make in the future. So if you're not quite ready for the Remarkable League yet, there's going to be something that I can do to help you in your journey coming in the next few months. I'm just going to keep showing up for you and keep giving you the best practices that I've learned along the way right here on the podcast and I hope that you join me on the journey, that you keep showing up and spreading the word about Made Remarkable, because I want to see this thing grow. I want to see people reaching for their dreams and being able to succeed. So I just wanted to say thank you to everybody and to sticking with me on this journey. It's been really beautiful, exciting, and I just can't wait to see where it goes. So after you've downloaded that PDF, come and find me at Kelly Wynn. And let me know what you think about it. Pop into my inbox and tell me what your favorite idea was. Respond to the email if you wish. I'd love to hear how it's inspired you and what your next steps are that you're going to take. Don't forget to share the podcast, subscribe, and leave a review. That would be really helpful. All right, everyone. Thank you and enjoy the podcast today. Hello, friends, artists, creative souls. I'm here to connect with... Not just artists and creatives who are looking to be inspired, but those who are ready to elevate their lives to the next level, to live more on purpose, maybe create the business of their dream, and really get out there and make an impact in the world. Look, life is hard enough. We have enough challenges holding ourselves back from our truest selves and being able to create a business of our dreams should be part of the magic of the joy this life gives us. And so today I'm setting the tone of where I want to take you on this grand adventure. What might have felt implausible before might now seem completely tangible as we talk about this and we dive deep into changing our thought process, manifesting our best life, putting in the work towards making it happen and launching into this new phase. And so that is why I called this episode 100 ways to make money without selling your art because we have many different options in how to make this big beautiful business dream come true. Basically there are three things I'm really interested in talking about right now. And you're going to see this come up over and over again in the podcast. I'm curious about what it means to be human, and how to love the light that is in you so it shines for the world to see. That means more raw, more real, more authentic, not shaming ourselves for who we are and the history that we have, but learning to embrace everything about ourselves and show up, learning how to love, love ourselves and love each other. Two, I want to know how to tap into your raw creative energy and make meaningful artwork that commands attention. So I say I want to know about this is because it's still a learning process. I'm still a beginner in this thought of how to really make the most magical work that I've made in my life. And I want you to be able to tap into that too. So we have to come to it from a completely different energy, not the I saw this on Instagram and it looks perfect and I want to create this perfect body of work that maybe mimics what we see out there, but really tap into the essence of who we are so that our work can command that attention so that we can stand there proud in front of what we've created and be able to talk about it and and love it and love the process. And the third thing that I'm really curious about is how to turn those two things into that burning fire in your belly that can make the most remarkable business of your dreams. So, if this subject is starting to tingle your senses and make you feel excited with possibility and you're open to the direction that we're going, I invite you in to kind of harness this energy and make it part of your life. And we're going to go ahead and talk about work and business today and hopefully plant a seed in your mind that might be a little bit different from how we've approached or talked about business in the past for artists for creatives to make money and to be successful and to give to the world your talent and your expertise in ways that maybe you haven't thought about doing before So the first thing we need to do is think outside of the box. And that's why I said 100 ways to make money without selling your art. Now, let me tell you, selling your art is amazing. And I am not saying you shouldn't sell your art. Sell your art. Make sure that homes across the continent are filled with the beauty that you've created. That is a gift in and of itself when you make that offering. But it is not the only way to build a successful business. So I want to be able to shift your mind to realize that there is bigger possibility in how you build a soulful aligned business that is successful, that makes great money, that fills your soul and helps make an impact for other people. So that's what we're going to talk about. And I know that there are a couple of ways we can look at business and I've seen this. So let's talk about the two different approaches that I see often when we're deciding to step foot into the creative business field. I see many artists showing up, hustling a little on the side, making a little cash and working project to project, hoping that they can fill their coffers a little bit, and when they run dry again, they hustle for the next little bit of income that they can. Maybe covering the cost of their supplies, maybe um, showing up for the next opportunity that comes without a clear vision. And what they've done is created two hobbies for themselves, a hobby of making art and a hobby of selling their art. And it's not really profitable. It's not bringing in the revenue for the time spent that they're really hoping to create. And your wheels are spinning, you're not quite sure how to shift that. So I liked to shift that whole energy around building a business for a creative so that you can show up like a powerhouse and truly make a remarkable business out of your expertise. This means looking at all the angles of the spectrum of business and choosing a route that feels most aligned with your spirit. This means that instead of chasing the next little project and the next painting sale, we look at the bigger picture of what's possible. When we sell our art, we're exchanging one item for one exchange of energy or money. And we only have so much power to be able to create in a year and sell so many paintings and whatever that selling price is, unless you're in some big New York gallery that's selling them for tens of thousands, you know that there's going to be a cap on your income. However, when you shift your mindset outside of the box to think differently and start looking at different revenue streams that you can bring in with the knowledge and expertise and talent that you already have, something completely magical happens, this whole shift of energy of possibility. Now we can tap into the wealth of unlimited potential with our businesses. Now, instead of saying I might be lucky to make 20 grand in a year, now I can say 200,000 isn't so much of a stretch, 2 million. That's even possible because now I'm setting myself up for a more remarkable business plan. And I'm going to talk to you about what those ideas are and how to figure it out for yourself. The first thing I want to ask you is, are you ready for this? Is monetizing your craft right for you? Because this isn't the path for everyone. Not everyone has the fortitude and the courage to stand up, but I'm hoping that you listening to me right now, you are that person that's willing to take the risk And face a big, beautiful, possible future filled with failure and heartbreak and stretching your well-being way beyond where you thought you could be into this wonderful, encompassing, possible world of creating a business that is so exciting and so soul-aligning. And that's what I've done. It has stretched me as a person. It has really developed my sense of confidence and community and ways in which I connect with people. And if you're that person, then we're going to work towards helping you build that. It's all about the entire picture of self of creativity and business. So I'm going to ask you is monetizing your craft right for you? Because asking your art to pay for your lifestyle is huge and you must be prepared For the pressure that it puts on your creativity to perform. I know not everything in this capitalist society needs to be monetized. And maybe you're going to back out at this point and say, you know what, my art is just for me, I'm going to find another path. And maybe that path is also one of the ideas that I'm going to present to you as a creative possibility. Maybe selling your art won't be the path for you, but helping guide other people will be the path for you. So you have to figure out how much pressure you're going to put on yourself to create artwork that is meant to be part of your income. And I want to tell you that your art is worthy to be made, even if you never sell it or profit for it. Your art is worthy to be made, even if you never sell it or profit from it. But for those of you with a burning desire to turn it into your career, let's move forward because it doesn't take a lot of money to begin most online businesses. Really, honestly, you can do this if you're scrappy and willing to learn. But what it does take is a lot of time and energy. How much of that do you have available as a resource? Are you already working full time or a full time caregiver? So put that into your realistic expectations of the process and the timeline that it's going to take in order to build this business. It's certainly not out of this realm that we could all build a business, but do you recognize the fact that the time that it takes to build the business is going to take up more than half of your creative time and energy? Are you prepared for that sacrifice? I know for some of you, this is your calling and you're already rolling up your sleeves. You're already doing the work and you already know without a doubt that this is the passion that burns inside you. So if you know that monetizing your artwork, your creative talents and turning it into career is right for you, I want you to ask yourself a few questions about if you're actually ready and prepared to show up in your full potential. I wanna know, has it become your lifestyle and way of being? Do you practically eat, sleep, and breathe art? Looking forward to the next conversation, get lit up when you see a new idea, you go to sleep and the last thing in your mind is the next painting brushstroke. Yep, you're on the right path. You know that this is your calling. Are you consistently showing up for your art even when it's hard or life gets busy? Have you made this a priority for yourself? So if you're one of those people who says, I would love to make a business out of my art, but you're only showing up once a month for your art, I don't know that you're ready for this because it takes something about showing up consistently to make all the difference in creating success for a business. So if you are consistently showing up, even if it's just 10 minutes here and there, even if it's just a powerhouse weekend to get through that creative expression, then you know you're probably ready to turn your creativity into a thriving business. Are you proficient at your work? Do you have a clear understanding of how you create and why? Because if you're still in an exploration phase, if you're still not quite sure and you're trying on the hats, one day it's watercolor and the next month you're doing abstract, you're still in an exploration phase. And I absolutely encourage you to do this. And that's a total normal evolution of an artist. But if you're still in that completely dazed and confused phase of not exactly knowing what you want out of your art, at least being able to cut the edges off and focus a little bit more, you need to keep exploring, keep going, keep pushing yourself until that uh, aha thing that lights you up starts really manifesting in your work on a regular basis. Because you're going to be able to do so much better with a career in art if you're able to have the confidence in what you're doing and be able to talk about it. And confidence comes from showing up regularly, from doing the work consistently, from continuing to explore your own self-worth and value that you are worthy to make the art. So when you get to that point, you may be ready for an art career. Are you prepared to fail? I know (laughs) this is a hard one. Because we fail and we fail often in everything that we do, whether it's learning to walk and fall down and get up again, or it's showing our artwork and having nobody leave a comment, no, not a single like, not one person saying, Hey, I want to buy it. And it could be years of showing up consistently and not having the results yet that you want. Because guess what? It takes time to perfect this business, it takes time to try all the different ideas that you have and see what works and what doesn't work. And in that process, you are going to fail. I've failed so many times. In fact, I think I'm going to have to just show up and have a whole podcast episode of how many different things that I've tried and how many ways that I've failed. But every time that I have, I've learned something from it and I've gotten back up stronger. And if you have the fortitude to fail and to have an idea and put it out in the world and have it not work out exactly as you expected and pivot and change and try again and show up again until one day it all starts working out, then you may be ready for a career in art. When you know that you love it this much and you can show up for the work, even when it's not paying you, even when there are heartbreaks, even when It takes extra strength and time and energy, but you are sure that you want to make the life of your dreams and you're ready to put yourself out there for the world to see that you are an artist and you are an entrepreneur and you are ready to harness this energy for yourself and everyone in your path so that we can all enjoy the process then you may be ready to step up into the role of entrepreneurship. So let's think outside of the box. How are we going to do this? So have you ever seen those Venn diagrams that show you what you love, what you're good at, what you can be paid for, and what the world needs? They're part of the Ikigai idea, the Japanese concept of finding purpose and reason for being. Or also, I think there's the hedgehog diagram, good to great by Dan Collins. I love these diagrams because they plant a seed in your mind about possibility that it's not just one path or another. So if we're going to take our talents and our expertise, and we're going to create it into an amazing business, then we need to start asking ourselves some questions about what you love what you're good at, and what you can be paid for. And are you ready to succeed? That's the last question I want to ask you, which sometimes can be a bigger hurdle than failure because we have this upper limit to happiness and goodness and worth and money that can come into our lives. And I want you to be prepared that good things will happen. I want you to stop now and think about the place that you're already Worthy and deserving to be in, that you've been given a gift and how you show up and use it can change the lives of everyone around you. I know it may seem like, oh, but it's just art. But do you know how many people need that creativity in their life? Do you know how many people deserve to hear what you have to say? Do you know how much you have to give to the world? You can make a difference. And if you're ready to succeed, and put that beautiful, gorgeous energy and work out there into this world, then you may be ready to be an entrepreneur. But how? But how is the question, how do you figure out what to do next? Okay, look, Kelly already said we don't have to just sell our art, all right? Maybe piece by piece isn't the best way for you to build your business. Oh, but you can add that into your whole entire program, no doubt. But what else can you do? How else can you show up? I want to ask you, what is your why? Why are you a creative in the first place? What keeps you up at night with daydreams? Is it travel? Is it the environment? Are there people that you love to serve? Do you help those who are neurodiverse or the elderly? Are you a teacher? Do you have connections with home interiors and you love to help people make a beautiful space? What lights you up? What is your why? None of this matters if you don't have a greater purpose than to just make an income. If you pick a niche or a business model just because you think it will be more lucrative, chances are that you will either burn out or fizzle out and make no progress. Because if your heart and soul are not the main reason behind your why, You'll have a hard time believing in yourself and then have a hard time showing up and talking in a way that makes others want to believe in you. That's why what you choose to do is so important to the long-term success of your business. So how do we figure that out? We have to ask ourselves a few questions. I want you to take that time to just get into the right head space, the right heart space, the right soul space and say, what is it? that is my purpose. Now, look, we can't just figure that out from one little meditation session or asking our best friend or any of the other myriad of instant quick fix gratification on knowing our purpose. This so, this is something that's going to take time and is going to evolve. There is no one perfect answer. It's not like this is your soulmate business for life. But for right now, what do you know? What do you love and what can light up the world and make you an income? So it's not all or nothing. We don't have just one purpose of a lifetime. Your purpose and interests change over time. So you need to ask yourself, where are you right now? How do you figure this out? What lights you up? What could you talk about forever and ever and know inside and out? What do you have experience with? What is a viable market customer base and how can you serve? So I'm going to give you a little breakdown to maybe help you see a bigger picture. Instead of just saying, okay, I guess I'm going to do what everyone else is doing. I'm going to teach my art. I'm going to make a course or something. All right, look, totally reasonable. But let's narrow it in a little bit and get your wheelhouse turning with juices flowing and really see if we can make a connection of possibility. Let's break it down a little bit. So let's say you are, you're great at communicating, you love people and you want to teach, but what are you going to teach? What have you been making? What are you really good at making? And what do you love more than anything? When you go in and you go to your studio and you make art, what is it that really lights you up? So let's say you're totally into art journaling so you're an art journalist what kind of art journaling is it self-expression sketching observations altered books travel journals bullet journals scrapbooks fine art studies junk journals therapeutic watercolor illustrations urban sketching do you see where i'm going there's so many possibilities even in that one field of art journaling who is it for for travel groups environmental clubs those who are grieving loss, busy working women, garden club bird watchers, yogis and spiritual people, new mothers, ephemera collectors, teenagers, so that they have a healthy outlet, marginalized groups, professional artists. So again, we can stop and say, what? Be specific. Art journaling for self-expression for brand new mothers. Okay, there we go. We've got something that you've already got experience with, something that you love so much that you already know inside and out. Maybe, maybe what you do is you travel, you collect gorgeous ephemera, you buy used books and you turn them into beautiful travel art journals. There's a very specific idea. So every wanderlust heart in the world is gonna be drawn to the story that you tell and the product that you make, and your point of view. We're narrowing in, cutting off the edges of all the possibility, so that we have something that stands out, and we can talk about it, and we can show up with it, and we can share our soul with it, our excitement about it. And When you have this narrower niche, if you will, you're going to be far more likely to succeed with your business because you'll know who you're talking to about what you're talking to and how you're going to show up. So this is the question now, how are you going to deliver that offer? Because there's so many ways. Are you going to create travel journals, empty blank, beautiful travel journals and sell them? Are you going to maybe start a YouTube channel, monetize it and and show up and take people on tours for every adventure that you go on and show them how you collect your materials and make your art journals and the beautiful locations that you go to okay what if you take people actually on a trip to the destination and have beautiful workshops in-person retreats where you all go hunting for the used books and put them together and use the scenery of the place that you've gone to And made it into a beautiful art journal. How are you going to deliver your offer? And of course, you can have more than one way that you deliver your offer, but now we're starting to think of different possibilities so that it's not always just, I'm going to film a course in my studio of me making an art journal and put it into the world. Yes, that's possible, but is it going to make the impact that you want to make? Let's get creative. Let's think outside of the box. We're going to build a big, successful, beautiful business that nourishes you and everybody that it touches. So let's be specific about what it is and how you're going to do it. You're going to far more enjoy this process when you get clear about what you love and how you want to show up and who you're going to serve. Okay, so I've had so many different ways in which I've been able to create content, create a business, show up and monetize my craft, become the entrepreneur that I love. For me, entrepreneurship is just simply one of the most exciting things. Again, I've said almost more than making art. I love entrepreneurship so much. And so my mind is always working out all these little kinks. If you were to say, hey, this is what I've been doing for the last three years, I'd be able to connect the dots really quick and be, hey, I have this great idea for you. This is how you could show up and what you could do to create a beautiful business. And I don't want to do that for you. I want you to think outside the box for yourself, which is why I created 100 Ways to Make Money Without Selling Your Art, and it's a downloadable PDF. I've got you covered here. hundred different ideas, and maybe one of those ideas will spark something in you. But more importantly, when you look at those hundred ideas, you're going to start seeing how you can really think like wild ideas that maybe you hadn't even thought of before and start seeing how you can connect your creativity with the people that you love and the things that you love to do to create a really exciting new business plan and path for yourself. I'm going to cover just a couple of my very favorite ideas that I have on this list. And then I'm going to encourage you to go sign up, download this list and start thinking, get those juices flowing on how maybe you might approach the future of your creative career in a whole new way. Okay, so let me give you a few of my favorite ideas off of this list. How about working for corporations and businesses to do their guided group team building events? I have actually met people who do this and it is incredibly lucrative because these corporations are willing to pay a lot for really great connection for their employees and their team building events. So one thing that I saw someone do was that there was a larger picture and it was broken down into a grid and each person from the group of employees got one part of that grid to paint on a canvas. So imagine you had, let's just say a tiger and you broke it down, a tiger in the jungle and you broke it down into a five by five grid. So you've got 25 people, and everyone has one part of that grid and they paint it. You've already put out the supplies and the paints, and the, everyone gets the same canvas and they all paint it. And when it's done, it all comes together to create one painting. They're each creating one piece of the grid. And so then you have this beautiful work of art, a mural for the office. So you've just hosted a real connecting team building event. And what a difference you've just made for them. And not only that, it's creating yourself a really fabulous career path, working with corporations for these types of team building events. What if, here's another idea that I have always dreamed of doing, and I know other people have mentioned, what if you become a traveling retreat center? you want to hit the road you're now retired from your work and your kids have grown and you have this rv that you love maybe you painted some wild colors and now you have a traveling retreat center and you pop open in new cities across the continent across the country and you say i'm going to be in this place at this time pay your deposit we're going to show up and we're going to paint for one afternoon together Wouldn't that be a fun adventure? I would also probably record it and put the entire travel adventure on YouTube because that would be a really fun thing to watch. So there you go. Become a traveling retreat center. How about if you created an active community online for artists to network their services and resources with each other and inspire them to keep on creating? I can think of two businesses that already do this. Rising Tide Society, and the Carve Out Time for Artists. These are two groups that have brought people from all over the globe together. And how can you monetize this? You can accept payments, you can get sponsors, you can create a service fee for what you're creating. I know that Rising Tide partnered with HoneyBook, so they have actual financial sponsorship for what they're doing. How about if you started a tourism program and you take groups of artists to global destinations where the world famous artists have lived, like Frida Kahlo at her home in Mexico, or a Gévernay tour where Monet's gardens were in France. These exciting opportunities for people to not only go to a destination and make art, but they'd be able to be immersed in the life and stories of famous artists that came before us? Besides the fact that you'd get to travel and how much fun is that? What if you created a blog doing art product reviews and make sure that you sign up for every affiliate program possible? Amazon has an affiliate so that every time someone clicked on a link to buy a product from you, uh, say you recommended your favorite paints or your favorite brushes, they click on Amazon, Link, they purchase it and you get a percentage of that. It doesn't cost any more for your customers. What if you love Kajabi to sell your courses and now you're writing about it on a blog? You can become an affiliate for Kajabi or Teachable or Thinkific or whichever platform you use. Maybe you're really an expert at Squarespace and you're writing about all these ways in which artists need help and support on your blog and you have affiliate links to all the places that you believe are going to be the best interest of your customer monetizing a blog is still a very viable way of making an income you could become a pigment specialist i know artists who are not only teaching how to source natural pigments but making their own watercolor paints out of pigments share everything you know from buying the supplies finding and resourcing the supplies and pigments making them yourselves how to make the paints from the raw materials, become a naturalist with pigments and share it. You can share it on a blog. You can share it on YouTube. You can create courses from it. You can write a book about it, become a pigment specialist. And I'm not saying go out and do this specifically just because it's a monetary worthy thing to do. But if you're already excited about pigment or color or supplies or how to make your own brushes, whatever it is that you're already so enthralled about, become a specialist in that. Be the go-to expert and show up talking about it so that it becomes the top of mind to everyone out there. Every artist knows if I wanna know about color, well, Kelly Conrad, she wrote about color. She talks about color. She never stopped talking about color. I know I wanna go to Kelly About Color. So you could become the specialist of the thing that you love the most and be the go-to person for it. How about becoming a professional studio organizer? I know this is a really fun, off the wall idea, but maybe you don't wanna teach. Maybe you don't wanna write a blog. Maybe you just wanna be in service to others. So you can show up to artists in your community in the greater district of where you're at? How far are you willing to travel and become a professional studio organizer? Are you really good at setting up your space? Do you have great ideas on how you like to organize your paints and your paintings and all the supplies that you love to have, like maybe you have a perfect system for organizing your papers, become the go-to person for this, a professional studio organizer. If you can't do it in person, maybe you host Zoom consultations and then give them a written feedback of exactly how they're going to be able to transform their studio space into something efficient that works for them. Think outside of the box, I'm telling you. What if you are obsessed about botanical drawing and painting, and you love to study all the different kinds of nature, floral, fauna, everything that's out there. What if you became the go-to person for botanical studies and you take tours to your local botanical gardens or to the nature conservancy near you? and you're hosting these observation and drawing experiences or maybe you're just not that interested in teaching and you want to learn the ins and outs of print-on-demand products so that you don't have to have products made for you and then store them and ship them learn print-on-demand because once you've created the product online You can sell them over and over and over again. I love Printful and Printify for these types of things. And you merge them with your Shopify site and you get really good at marketing your ideas that have now become t-shirts, bags, mugs, stickers, shoes, hats, hats rugs and blankets. If you love surface design and you haven't broken into the surface design industry and people aren't already paying you and licensing your work, what if you did it for yourself? What if you created a beautiful brand around the paintings and designs that you've already created and learn how to master getting that out there into the hands of your customer? What I love about creating with a service like Printify or or Printful, is that you have a higher profit margin than Society6 or Redbubble. You sell it directly from your website, which means you're keeping your customer in your loop. And wow, you could really expand a whole lot of ideas from this, and I know a lot of artists who really put a lot of energy into the print-on-demand product and do really well with it. So my friends, I think that I have given you a whole lot of ideas The list goes on. I really thought outside of the box, I also used a lot of the ideas of things that I've actually experienced or worked with other artists on what they've managed to master and make a lucrative income off of their ideas. So selling art isn't the only option though. Selling art is an option and totally viable, but I want you to really think of all the beautiful magical possibilities and how you can connect your talent, your creativity and really get it out there into the world. Create that career that you've always been dreaming. You can do it. It is absolutely the most amazing thing to see all your ideas come alive and grow a business. I have to tell you, it's like running a marathon. It's hard work. It takes a lot of practice, a lot of training, but when you do it, When you've run that marathon, you come out the other side, maybe a little exhausted and worn out, but feeling so rewarded for the accomplishment that you've been able to achieve. It's like hiking up that hill, that mountain right next to the cabin. It's hard. It works every muscle in your being, but it is so rewarding. I hope you are as excited as I am to journey down this path with me. Again, I want to reiterate, there are three things I'm really interested in talking about, and I'm going to come back to them over and over again. What it means to be human and how to love the light that is in you so it shines for the world to see. How to tap into your raw creative energy and make meaningful artwork that commands attention. And how those two things combined with the burning fire in your belly can make the most remarkable business of your dreams. If you are interested in downloading 100 ways to make money without selling your art, it's yours for free. Tell everyone what you think about it and share it. Talk to you later, people.